If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everyone. Frank and Beans, the sex and relationship podcast. Where I'm Beth. And I'm Brian. And <laughs> we are talking about all of your sex and relationship queries, topics, interests, all that good stuff. Problems, concerns, complaints. <laughs> Likes, dislikes. <laughs> <laughs> Kinks, fetishes. You know, which, speaking of which, is our topic today. <laughs> Yay. Yay. And real quick, I mean, we wanted to obviously bring up the difference between a kink and a fetish. Um, a fetish is something that you have to have. Um, we found a definition that says um, a fetish is typically referred to as a behavior that someone cannot get sexually aroused without. Right. So these are like the people on My Strange Addiction. Sure. <laughs> who, like, I was watching that recently because they have it on Hulu. Oh, yeah. And there are some really fucking crazy things on there. Like, there's like a guy that um, has like, infl- like pool inflatables, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. And he's like in a relationship with all of them. <laughs> Or there's a guy that's, like, in a relationship with his car. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's just, yeah. So, like, <clears throat> it's almost more of, like, a compulsion, I guess I would say. A, a kink or? Or, no, a fetish. A fetish. Okay. Like, a fetish is more of a compulsion. A kink is more of, like, an interest, like a, like a, uh, something that you have, like, a really large interest in. Or, you know, something that really, like, that's your, like, thing. Sure. You <laughs> like can still get me, sexually aroused without it. Correct, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I can get sexually aroused without boys wearing a baseball cap, but boys <laughs> wearing baseball caps, holy shit. And I can technically get sexually aroused by women that aren't wearing keds and denim dresses. <laughs> <laughs> but you happen to really like that. <laughs> I mean, that was, yeah, my kindergarten teacher, she wore Keds and like the long denim dresses. And I don't know why, but uh, for me, that was extremely attractive. Brian, if your next date shows up in Keds and a denim dress, I'm I'm going to lose my my fucking mind. (laughs) You're going to be like, date's over, already came. Right. (laughs) As long as it's not Keds, denim dress, and a watermelon shirt. (laughs) Oh, my God, which, by the way, recently I was shopping, and I found a watermelon shirt at the store, and I sent it to Brian. (laughs) I was like, should I wear this on my next date? That was the, uh, we're referencing a lot of, like, past episodes, so if you want to catch up, the Welch episode is when I told the the watermelon shirt. It was probably one. Yeah. Yeah, I Um, think there was another one where you referenced it, too. It was, uh, I forget what one it was. Oh, um... Was it when we were talking about getting your profile right? Oh, and maybe. And then we were talking about like bad first dates. I don't know. Anyway, it's it's any bad first date episode story that we talk about. Brian talks about the watermelon shirt story. Sure. And it is a beaut. <laughs> <laughs> it's a doozy. I tell people that story all the time because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, we're thinking about running merch with oof. <laughs> oof. Yeah. 
So uh, watermelon shirts with oof on it. Yeah, that would be like what's the opposite of a fetish? <laughs> <laughs> right. Or well, see, and that's the thing. I'm glad you brought that up because like a phobia is the opposite of a fetish. Is it really? Yeah. So like you know, um, people like might clowns be sexu- for me then. Absolutely. Um, but some people might like clowns. <sighs> yeah, so, so the opposite of a fetish is a phobia. Okay, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> like, I have a wild phobia of clowns. And just like phobias, there can be a fetish for, I think the saying is, everything and anything, up to including everything and anything. <laughs> so there you go, right? <laughs> right. Well, our good friends at Glamour.com have brought us the A through Z of kinks and fetishes you should know about. Right. And again, we're only touching on 26. We can fall. We could have. There are a, millions and billions, I'm sure. Yeah. We could have a podcast just on kinks and fetishes. But oh, for sure. Yeah. We'll keep it. We'll keep it light. We'll keep this it is, mainstream ones, I guess you could say. There's a few in here. I was kind of like, oh, interesting. There's one that we can't wait to talk about. I can't <laughs> wait. And it's way the fuck down there. Yeah. It's, so stay tuned. Don't let us lose you. <laughs> if we go on a tangent. Just wait. We'll rein ourselves back in eventually. (laughs) Just wait. Spoiler alert, it's going to be S. Yes, that is true. (laughs) Well, why don't you get us kicked off with A, Bri? A is for age play. And this is not something that I'm interested in. Um, No. This is, you know, the daddy dominant, the baby girl. Um, Sometimes it's it's often referred to as littles. Um, But this can be, I would also put like a cheerleader into age play. You know, if you're a 37-year-old woman dressing up as a cheerleader, yeah, that, that might be a little bit of age play. So that might be the lighter right. side of this. The heavier side of this would be, yes, absolutely wearing a diaper and shitting your pants and having oh, somebody God. change it for you. That Have is it- the weirdest fucking thing to me. <laughs> I cannot handle it. First of all, nothing is more disgusting or repulsive to me than changing a diaper, okay? That is fair, yes. I will gag. So if you are into that, do not get in my DMs, okay? It is. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, disclaimer, we're not trying to kink shame anyone. These are just For our sure. personal opinions on, on these kinks. Correct. Um, if this is your thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If but that's yeah. your thing, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, actually, it's funny. So I kind of had, like, a borderline this one where... Um, I have an ex-boyfriend that is, is his, half Hispanic, and he used to like it when I called him Poppy. Okay. And so, like, that I could, I could you know, oblige that request because it's not, like, daddy. Like, that's gross. Like, right. I love my dad, but he has no place in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and that's fair. And, um, you know, that kind of makes you wonder of where this fetish kind of comes or this kink comes from. Yeah. And maybe, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not going to hypothesize, but. I have a joke about this where I, <laughs> where I say, I'm not saying I have daddy issues, but I am saying that I leave a pack of cigarettes next to my nightstand just in case. <laughs> <laughs> You're not leaving that easy. Uh, right. right. I'm not. Fool me once. No. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So that would be, yeah, like a, I guess that could be a fetish or a kink. Like the the kink is the poppy reference. Fetish is full on like wearing a diaper. Sure. 
I, yeah. I mean, the, the difference is if you get sexually aroused or you, you can only get sexually, sexually aroused when somebody's changing your diaper. Correct. That's yeah. what turns it into a fetish. Yeah. Right. All right. B is for Beth. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> B is for bondage, which is a form of restraint. Um, the BDSM umbrella um, in which one partner is bound. And some people enjoy being the one that is tied up. And some people enjoy being the one that ties their partner up. And those roles are generally referred to as dominant or submissive. And if you like both, you're referred to as a switch. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it can really involve any kind of kinky toy like handcuffs or rope or neckties or whatever you can possibly tie someone up with. Um, but, yeah, if you want to just kind of like dip your toes in the water of this, they recommend that you can start by simply binding the arms together. So, Sure. I mean, if you've ever, you know, been on top of somebody and you're holding their arms down with consent yes. of course um that that would be a light form of yeah of i think the number one part of this uh is communicating this with your partner beforehand oh absolutely with any type because, of because yeah consent is so key absolutely here. with any type of kink or or fetish yeah communication clear communication um safe words you soft yes. you know hard hard stop words um medium stop words you know i mean yeah. Lots of communication with this. For sure. All right. <laughs> this one always cracks me out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, C is for cookie. That's good enough for me. <laughs> no. C is for cuckolding. No, C is for cuckolding, um, which um, traditionally cuckolding is when a heterosexual couple agrees to both explore the turn on of the female sleeping with another man and humiliate. Um, yeah, to humiliate, my tongue feels too big when I try to say that word, um, her male partner about the fact that she's sleeping with someone else. Um, this was a, I, this didn't pop up in our, um, in our porn, uh, episode, but this is, this is a huge thing to where, yeah, basically, I mean, a husband and wife will bring in it. The term is a bull. Is it? Okay. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and there can be male bulls and female bulls, which doesn't make sense. Right. But nobody wants to be called a cow, do they? Oh, shit, no. But I'm... <laughs> Good point. <laughs> so they're both referred to as bulls. Um, yeah, and, and the the thing is, like, I'm fucking the shit out of your wife right in front of you. I don't know. I, can, I couldn't get into this. No. Yeah, yeah, I don't... Yeah, if you're in a relationship, then... This is like into some hate fucking type of territory, so. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, some people do enjoy. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Anyway. All right. Well, <coughs> D is for dominance. Um, it's one half of the dominance and submission equation, obviously. Um, which actually, yeah, BDSM, for those of you who don't know, is an acronym for Bondage Discipline. Uh, dominance and submission, sadism and max masochism. Uh, the dominant partner mm -hmm. derives sexual pleasure from taking control as part of the consensual power exchange that is DS. The submissive partner allows their dominant partner to dominate them. Um, yeah, this is very like Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> uh, and it can include any kind of, you know, spanking or I don't know. 
you don't have to sign any kind of contract like they do in the movie. <laughs> but... <laughs> But, but the, you know, that's that's not uncommon as but, well. And I've also heard that, like, Fifty Shades of Grey was more abuse than it was a BDSM relationship. I agree with that. I don't know enough about it. Yeah, I don't know enough about it to say, like, yes or no. But um, just so every all of our listeners are aware, we are aware that Fifty Shades of Grey is probably not. It's not a good example of this. It's like a mom right. who think you know, it's like a mom wrote it who thinks she knows what it means, but doesn't really. Like, okay, gotcha. uh, for instance, like, I I won't lie, like, I like a little bit of being submissive just because, like, I am in control all day long at work. Yes. I am a boss. I am the boss of where I work. And I tell people what to do all day long. So sometimes it's right. nice to just sit back and, like, have someone tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm the same way, and we've talked about this before, and, you know, I like it when I don't have to make decisions. <laughs> that's true. I like when somebody tells me what to do. That is true. Um, that's not only in the bedroom, that's, you know. In life. Um, in life, yeah. That's why you were such a good troop. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All Moving right. along. E is for electrostimulization. What in the world? Um, (laughs) I tell you what, like, I have been tasered by the cops once in my life. (laughs) (laughs) That was enough. Yeah, that was uh, the extent of your electrostimulation. I was, I mean, I was not stimulated by that one bit. I locked up and fell to the floor like a limp fish, and it was not good. Yeah. I did one of those, like, (laughs) there was, like, a warrior dash or something that I was in. Oh, no. You know what it was? It was the Tough Mudder that I did, which is already, like, 11 miles pretty much straight through the freezing mud and, like, really hard obstacles way back Mm. when I was in good shape. Um, (laughs) but, (laughs) um, But, like, one of the obstacles was, like, you had to run through this, like, electric wire forest. Nope. And you're just like, ah, ah, oh, ah. And you just like literally drop immediately because it's so fucking painful. <laughs> like, right. Um, like I like a little bit of, you know, ass slapping, but electrostimulation is too much. Right. So those of you that don't know, electrostimulation is harnessing the power of le- electricity for kinky, sexy fun. Getting shocked can be dangerous, so electrostimulation begins to get into edge play. Now, that's a good one. I don't know if that's on here, but... Um, it should have been edge play. It should have been. I would. I think more people know about edge play, but anyway, uh, which refers to risky BDSM behavior that runs the potential of actual bodily harm. See? Count yeah. me out. No. Um, electrostim is part of CBT, cock and ball torture... Yeah, no, I don't want my genitals hurt. No, and you know, it's kind of funny because I, I did have this this conversation recently about cock and ball torture. And I was like, those three words don't belong in a sentence. Unless it's, <laughs> unless like, it is, <laughs> unless it's like, this is, this is torture watching this cock trying to play baseball. <laughs> You're like, literally like, uh, my balls just ran up into my body and they're somewhere in my intestines. Right. Just thinking like, about that. Right. They're so far up. It's hard to breathe. Right. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on then. F is for foot fetishism, which. 
<laughs> Fair. I mean, this just basically speaks for itself, uh, is that when they're into everything feet, you know, they foot worship, kissing, caressing, massaging feet. Mm-hmm. No, thanks. <laughs> do I like to have my feet massaged? Absolutely. Do I do it every time I go to the mall? You're goddamn right. Golden <laughs> Relax is my jam. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I do not get off sexually on anything foot related. No. I always Shemma- feel for the ladies giving me pedicures. I'm like, oh, I know it's not good down there, sis. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of like, you know, a, a high heel or something like that. But that's covering your feet. Yeah. 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 This is, this is not a good thing for me. No. Um, also oh, although in funny. Mindhunter, did you see? My, did you watch Mindhunter? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, so there's like that serial killer that was like super into like women's shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like the. Um, oh, what was his name? It was name? the co-ed was like, killer. It was the co-ed killer. Oh okay, yeah. Um, what was his name? I forget. Oh fuck! Oh, it starts with an E. It was so mm, good though. Mm, mm. Yeah, that dude was fucked up. Yeah. God, yeah. if you haven't watched that show, watch it. It's fucking intense. Yeah, he uh, Ed, Ed Edmund Kemper. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah, he decapitated his mother and fucked her face. Yeah, that'll learn yeah. her. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Just kidding. We're so gross. <laughs> Anywho, if you're a fan of this next next one, uh, you were probably very turned on by Beth and I gagging <laughs> for the last one. <laughs> yeah. G is for gagging. Um, <laughs> Oh my Gagging god. Gagging refers to lightly choking on an object, probably a penis. Oh, I didn't think about that. I didn't oh, think okay. about like just gagging on a penis. I know you've okay. had that and you've talked about that where like you mm. like it when a girl gags on it. your dick because oh. it's like it makes your dick feel big. Right. But like I was thinking more of like actual like hands around the neck choking when I thought of oh, this. Oh, okay. I mean it does say light choking. No, light choking on an object to the point of making gagging sounds. I don't like uh, it. Often Often people with penises will get off on their partner gagging on them. So there you go. And the knowledge that they're big enough to induce gagging noises. I'm okay. not weird. Okay. Yeah, you're totally not weird for that. Um, likewise, the partner going downtown may enjoy having someone thrust far enough down their throat that they start to gag. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of breathing, so <laughs> huge fan of breathing. I can't say enough about breathing. Yeah, fair. <laughs> um, and for the fellas out there, it's probably not a good idea to gag while going down on a female. Or females right. going down on females. No, yeah, no, don't do that. No, no, don't no do probably it. bad idea. That's a good point, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, because that could induce number H, or letter H, <laughs> which is humiliation. <laughs> good point. <laughs> so good at these segues. Segways. You're a segue queen. Yeah. Yeah. S is not going to be for segues, though, if anyone's wondering. Um, <laughs> so H is for humiliation. Not all BDSM acts are physical. Intense language uh, as a use of force can be just as intense or even more intense as consensually degrading physical sensations such as impact play. A common example of humiliation is name calling or verbal abuse. One of the most common misconceptions about humiliation is that it's anti-feminist. But the truth is, many feminists enjoy being called names such as bitch, slut, or whore in bed. Remember to discuss such physical 
such activities beforehand and keep it consensual. That way, it's feminist as fuck to engage in such play. In a patriarchal world where women have long been told sex is just to make babies, addressing what gets you off, especially if it's non-traditional like humiliation, and then engaging in it can be a powerful way to take control of your sexuality. And I don't normally read the whole thing like that, but that was a really good point. No, and that was very well read. Like because I, it was very well written. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm so like I love the way that they said that because obviously I'm like such a raging feminist that like I agree with that. Like you know, I actually like love dirty talk to that point, okay. and so yeah, like I don't think it as of it as like demeaning or anything. I just kind of like think it's hot. So like yeah, I don't know. I'm very auditorily stimulated. Gotcha. Like yeah. if someone's quiet in bed, I'm just weirded out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. that is weird. That is yeah. weird. So yeah, a little little dirty talk with just like a little toss in of things like that is can be fun. So fair, yeah, okay. I All know right. you like humiliation, Brian. <laughs> I mean, you know, I was gonna say that I've been asked to do this before, and I'm not comfortable doing it at all. But you like watching it? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I do. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't like I don't like the the verbal humiliation. Like I I'm not comfortable with that. Like I really? it would, it's hard for me to call somebody a slut. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, maybe I I don't know. I don't think I could get into that. <laughs> All right. How about I, Brian? Can you get into that? Yeah, I is for impact play. Impact play. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Take a drink. Yeah. Take a drink. Kid can't even read. <laughs> impact play refers to the use of hands paddles whips or whatever you have around the house spatulas work great to hit the body uh, impact play more than anything else requires consent and communication uh, if you're the one providing the impact stick to areas that are fatty such as the side of the butt or thighs and avoid anywhere organs reside such as kidneys or rib cage i agree yeah um <laughs> i like impact play. i don't need to yeah, I don't need to take slap, kidney shots. You know? Sure, I don't need to take kidney shots in bed, though. Like, no, no donkey no. punching. <laughs> no donkey punching. But yeah, yeah says, slap that ass. Yeah, it says start, uh, start small, slow, and choose a safe word. And the thing that I've always heard is that you should have two safe words, and it's probably easier just to boil it down and have yellow as like a soft stop. Like, yeah. don't... Don't technically stop, but like that's Slow about down. my limit. And then yeah. red is your hard stop. Nope, done. Yeah, I agree. That's a good one. All right, J is for Japanese bondage, which I don't know. Okay, we'll find out how that's Surprise! Different. I'm surprised it's not juggling. Juggling? <laughs> I mean, or juggalos? You know. <laughs> what about juggalos? Juggalos? No. I'm just joking. That's... <laughs> what about jokes? I got jokes in bed. <laughs> oh, jokes. There you go. Yeah, no. Japanese bondage is one variety of bondage that is typically done with rope. Uh, it translates... Oh, kinbaku translates to the beauty of tight bonding. And shibari, which you may have heard of, translates to decoratively tie. Uh, decoratively is right. Japanese bondage such as shibari is an art form in addition to a form of bondage. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. You know, and I've I've seen pictures of this and it looks pretty cool, but Really? I've never heard of this. <clears throat> no, check it out. It's it's decent and you know, um men will do it too. So but um <laughs> it looks like it takes fucking hours. And yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like no one has that I, kind I of can, time. I don't have that kind of free time. Honestly, <laughs> um, and I guess that's part of the buildup for it. But eh. okay, eh, I'll eh. leave that to Sting or whoever Chance <laughs> shit belongs to. I mean, it looks cool, but yeah. it, to me, it looks like it takes forever. Yes, yeah, not for me. No. <laughs> Brian, mm. why do you always get all the gross ones every time we're doing a list of something? Yeah. I swear to God, I don't do this on purpose. But Brian oh, always seems to have to talk about like the grossest things. Yeah. Pronounce this word for me. Clismophilia. Clismophilia is a glamorous Greek word that means arousal by enemas. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, it refers to receiving pleasure from receiving an enema, although there are those who get off on administering them as well. When I was in radiography nope. school, I had to give somebody an enema. No. Um, no, it was not fun. No. It was not fun. Nope. Um, We're all no. about the butt play. We have sure. been over this. There's a whole episode about it. Refer, refer to what what in the butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but... I'm all set on the anima. Yeah. Um. Although it is a common practice among porn stars. And I know that a lot of like um, gay male sex like involves it beforehand, but it's more of like a personal thing that you do beforehand just to make sure that. Just you're to kind of clean it clean. out. Yeah. Yeah. And I can see that, but I, you know, doing it for, for pleasure. Um, no. No. Prep work, fine. Pleasure, mm, I don't know about all that. Yeah. Yeah. All Clean right. and prep. <sighs> Fair. So if that happens to be your L is for limits, <laughs> <laughs> uh, consent in, in, is paramount in kink. So L is for limits. If you're just getting started or you want to introduce BDSM into an, an existing relationship, both you and your partner should make a list of hard and soft limits. A soft yeah. limit is something that you're curious about yet unsure if it's right for you, such as name calling. A hard limit is something that you are certain is off limits, i.e. <laughs> I was going to say choking, but they said electrostimulation. <laughs> <laughs> so you can write out your hard limits, which is a good way to like get to know one another and that way you don't really have to say it out loud which i think Mm -hmm. is sometimes like an easier thing to do you know just like writing out your feelings is easier than saying them out loud yeah um if you have feelings i don't but you know (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so um it's important to choose a safe word that is not no or stop I think that kind of like softens it for the person doing it because as soon as you say no or stop, that's probably like feels very rapey to that person. Well, but it, it, it continues to say because some couples use such language as a part of their role play saying no oh. or stop. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> saying no but or also stop. Also, be... it does feel, I, I think in a way, it feels a little rapey to be like no or stop. But sometimes that's sometimes somebody's that's kink. Part of it, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's true. So that's true. what I said, like, you know, say yellow, say red. You're not going to say those things in bed anyway. Right. Um, and I think the other part of this, too, is that you have to keep in mind that just because you want to do it doesn't mean someone else has to do it. 
No, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. And that's where all the communication, there's and, so much communication yeah. with, with kinks and, and fetishes. Right. So and much. you can compromise, and that's why there's a soft stop and sure. a hard stop, I think. Mm-hmm. Because maybe you're willing to, you know, like going, again, going back to like the butt play thing, like, you know, like somebody may not know if that's the thing for them, so it may be a, it may be a yellow and it may be a red. But right. it, communicating that beforehand is like a big, big deal, so... Right. And for all of these, there's a huge spectrum. Like, Yeah. Nothing um, is sexier than consent. Absolutely. All right. What do we got? We're on to M. M is for masochism. Masochism is derive, deriving pleasure from the high sensation most often referred to as pain, be that physical or emotional. Ooh. Do not I don't like emotionally. emotionally. No. No, no, no. <laughs> don't hurt me emotionally. No. So this is... Um, if you enjoy spanking, humiliation, or getting spit on, That's weird. you might be a masochist. Um, let's see the term, blah, blah, blah. It's, no, this is what's funny is that the term is named for Leopold von Sacker Massach, a 19th century Austrian author who wrote the book Venus in Furs, which details what's now considered a typical BDSM master-slave relationship. So that's kind of an interesting fun fact. That is a fun fact. I was just going to skip right over it. But yeah, I like fun facts. And then they say, is there anything else? The Uh, flip side, yeah. It said the flip side of masochism is sadism, Mm -hmm. in which someone derives pleasure from inflicting pain or of physical or emotional nature. See, that'd be me. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. Don't hit me. <laughs> I, I mean, spanking, a little spanking is, you know, no. that's kind of. Don't fun. hit me. Don't, Don't hit me. me. <laughs> Don't hit Brian. <laughs> Don't hit me. I'm fragile. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it's for nylons. Um, oh, yeah. A nylon fetish commonly accompanies a foot fetish. <laughs> nope. <laughs> One with a nylon fetish may enjoy the look and feeling of toes, feet, and legs wrapped tightly in nylon stockings. They may want. Oh, God. I'm going to be sick. <laughs> They may want to smell the nylons (laughs) or have them shoved in their mouth. Oh, no. I can't even read this anymore. (laughs) The latter use is a terrific way to shut someone up if you're into BDSM. Glamour Magazine, you crossed the line. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I I think... um, No, I don't get any of that that sort of thing, but uh, they do feel good. Um, okay, when that's somebody fair. else is when somebody else is wearing them, and and you know, you do get that body to body touch. It, it feels good, or Plus, like you know, ripping them at the crotchal area. That's oh, you bet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then you know, growing up. Um, when I was a little hooligan, I think I found a stack of pornos in somebody's garbage, and <laughs> every single hustler, like, they had nylons on, and that was probably just normal back then. Did but, you uh, really find a box of porn? Is that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, uh, just like a really quick side note slash, I guess, shout out about that, that mm-hmm. is that JT Haversat, like, so my good friend oh, who yeah. runs Altercation Comedy Festival... He has a whole like a whole bit about finding a box of porn in the woods. Didn't they write a song about it too? Yeah, well, Heels, who is Josh McLean and Brennan Whalen, who is the best punk band of all time, they have a song called "A Box of Porn in the Woods" off of that joke. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's actually literally my favorite song on their album, Even Bad People, or Even Bad People Do Good, Even Good People Do Bad Things. It's either, even, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Heels, H-E-E-L-S, best band ever. Look mm-hmm. them up. That's my shout out. But yeah, <laughs> Box Porn in the Woods is the best song on that album. Yeah, I found a box of porn in the trash. And yeah, I was back when Hustler went... Hustler had a weird thing about peeing on, on people. I did. Did you ever really? see that? No. Oh, yeah. It was every single every single magazine had somebody peeing on somebody else. And I wasn't just like... Really? Yeah, I wasn't just like 13 years old. And it's like, what is that? That's pee-pee. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my no, god. It was like they yeah, there was every single magazine there was somebody peeing on somebody else. That's crazy. Burp. Oh. Drink everyone. Yeah. <laughs> everyone oh. drank. All right. So there goes nylons. Let's see. O oh. is for objectum sexuality. And we touched on this one. This is like the my strange addiction people. Oh yeah, yeah. I think we can be quick on well. Let's see if they say anything. Oh no, there was a woman who um who married the Eiffel Tower. I do remember this. Oh yeah, um, yeah. You know, or falling in love uh, with such things as a boat or their it's, couch. Well, it refers I mean, to a sexual relationship or attraction to inanimate objects specifically. Yeah, I mean, I am in love with my reclining chair. I will say that. that oh, thing that is, is a great chair. Mm, I miss so it. Good. Um. Let's see. However, such an understanding of objectum sexuality is limited. By literally definition, a fetish, any fetish, is an attraction to an inanimate object. Oh, my God. Did you see that? (laughs) Did you see that My Strange Addiction where the lady eats cat hair? Yeah. (laughs) It is the the grossest thing I've ever seen in my 38 years on this earth. <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> it's yeah, too weird. Yeah. Let's okay, wrap let's this up by uh, such on. perspective. Uh, such perspective is uh, crucial because it helps in understanding and empathize with those who do catch feelings for boats because kink shaming sucks. Feeling for boats. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and we're not kink shaming anyone, obviously. No, but. no. But. P is for pregnancy fetishism. Aside from the fact that the orgasms and having sex near a due date may help induce labor, there are also those with outright pregnancy fetishes. Sexual Mm -hmm. attraction to a pregnant person. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't pop up on our uh, porn episode either. Do you think it's about the baby or the belly, though? I don't know. I don't know. I hope it's about the belly, because then I'm in good shape. (laughs) As are you, Brian? <laughs> right. Joking. Yeah. If any women out there have a uh, pregnancy fetishism, <laughs> if you want to pretend like the man is pregnant, <laughs> your I'm guy. your guy. <laughs> I mean, we have said that we look better from front on. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want the profile. Right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what um, is Q? I'll read it for you. Thank you. Q Q is for queerophilia, which is not what Mm. you think. It's Q-U-I-R-O-F-I-L-I-A. So queerophilia. 
Yeah, and that means that people are attracted to hands. Um, hands are sexy. They're used for myriad uh, sexy things. A myriad of sexy things. Take a drink. <laughs> um, like the underrated hand job, fingering and back massages. Brian hates hand jobs, though, so don't give him one. I'm, I'm a 36 year old man. Like I'm not 13 <laughs> anymore. You know what I mean? Like uh, I can't. I don't get excited about hand jobs. I understand that that's like, you know, maybe the build up to everything else. Or but... like if you get tired in the middle of a blowjob and you need a break for a minute. Oh, fair. Yeah. No, that's yeah. totally understandable. But that's ha- um, that happens sometimes to people who. I'm not saying me, but you know, <laughs> no, that, that's very fair. Um, but no, I it just just like just a hand job is not going to do it. Yeah. Um, so that I do not have this this kink. No, uh, but fetish, I do always. My nails are always on point. Like I'm obsessed with having my nails done always. Okay. And yeah. long, like I always have. My fingernails are generally so long it's hard to type. Hmm. Not like crazy, like freakishly long, but like I don't know. I just love long fingernails. I think it's sexy. Yeah, no, I I don't disagree with that. It's kind of interesting. The article says um, a specific a specific fetish for hands is referred to as queerophilia, uh, which may manifest as an attraction to fingers, a great manicure, or simply some smoking hot hands. I don't know if hands are sexy for me. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, no. Also, okay, again, same thing with hand jobs, fingering, like, we're not 12. <laughs> okay. Right, right. No one's getting fingered anymore if they're out of high school. Yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry. No. But it's true. When, again, like, you know, if it's accompanied with something else or, it, you, right. you know what I mean? If like, it's a it's break, a if it's a break, yeah, to in the middle of something to, like, keep you going while your mouth recovers, then cool. Have at it. Sure. Or it's a build-up to something else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just, no. Oh, there's the OTPHJ, over-the-pants hand job. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so much more worse than, like, an exposed hand job. Yeah. Uh, The (laughs) OTPHJ. Yeah, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) This episode is great. Okay. Um, okay, let's see. Our, oh, Ryan, you're going to get ass. I'm so excited. Yes, it's coming up, everybody. Don't give up on us yet. Yeah, okay. R is for role play. Make believe okay. and playing dress up does not have to end when you grow up. Role playing is when people take on characters outside of their day-to-day lives as part of a sex scene. Common examples include doctor patient, boss secretary, pool boy rich housewife, um, et cetera, et cetera. So I admit that this is like a good idea in theory, but I have tried to practice this and I'm just not an actor. <laughs> like, so. Like, yeah. You, you do comedy. You don't do improv. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Because like one of my exes that like, we were like very, very like open sexually about like trying stuff and like, you know, we knew each other for a long enough period of time beforehand where like, 
we were totally comfortable, like, hey, let's just try this, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and there was really, like, no limits on that. But then it was, the reason we were so comfortable, because if we both just decided something was fucking silly, we just didn't do it anymore, you know, like, we could stop, like, five minutes into it and be like, this is so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) And that was one where it was like, yeah, like, I just, it's, it's, I think it's a cool idea, but I just, like, I am not very good at execution of it myself. Fair. See, and I would be more interested in the dress-up part than the actual acting it out. You know what I mean? Bingo, like, yeah. 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 I Like, I would love for a partner to dress up as a schoolgirl, and I'm the professor. But for me to be like, no. You no, naughty Ms. girl, you got a bad right. drag today. <laughs> now, Miss Jansen, you're going to have to stay after class today. <laughs> you know, like... That I, I couldn't do that without laughing. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I think like when we tried to something stupid, like I was like Natasha, the Russian, like something, and I was just like, <laughs> it was so stupid. And I was yeah. just like two minutes into it, and I was like, I, I can't. Like, but it piggybacked on. off of a time where we were like watching. We were like, let's watch porn and then try to do whatever it is that they're doing, right? Yeah, fair. So we did that. But then like five minutes into that, I was like, you have the worst porn of all time. And he's like, <laughs> full disclosure, <laughs> yes, I have awful, terrible porn. And so we were like, well, let's try something else. And we tried that and it didn't work either. But we were able to laugh our way through it. So I think that's the other thing, too, is like, don't be afraid to like, don't be embarrassed if one of these things, like if you try it and it doesn't work out. No. The way you want it to, like, don't be afraid to just laugh about it. Sure, yeah, that, that, that that's not part of the humiliation of it yeah. either. It's La- you know, laughter <clears throat> is sexy too. So, absolutely. Are you ready for the granddaddy of uh, God? I'm so ready. Okay, let me crack this beer real quick, Ryan. I've ready. been ready about. I've been ready for this conversation <laughs> since episode one. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let me crack this beer. Take a drink, everyone. Take a drink, everyone. I just did. Cheers. 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 All right. S is for spectrophilia. (laughs) Um, Spectrophilia is um, those with spectrophilia report a sexual attraction, relationships, or sexual encounters with ghosts. Motherfucking spirits. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The reason why we built this up so much and it's so funny to us is... Originally, Beth was not um, the co-host for Frank and Beans. I, full disclosure audience, was not Brian's first choice. Not the... (laughs) (laughs) I'm just joking. No, no, but I was not slotted to be the original co-host of Frank and Beans. That's very true. And, you know, through spectrophilia, fate kind of um, gave me Beth. Franzak, the wonderful co-host of Frank and Beans. It's true. Because of an argument over spectrophilia, <laughs> Brian's well, not- original co-host, <laughs> and he decided to part ways. Yes. Because um, the other person decided not to take spectrophilia seriously as a fetish or kink which or is, whatever. Yeah. And, and, that, and because of Brian's that. respect for people... Of all kink forms, I am now your co-host. So That's thank it. you, Spectrophilias. Yeah. Is it Spectrophiliac? Who? Spectrophiliac? That make, yeah, that makes sense. Does that sound um, right? Okay. 
yeah, spectra- spectrophilias. Spectrophilia is the only reason you're hearing my voice today, everyone. That is very true. So uh, the original co-host, uh, we were trying to decide what our first episode was going to be, and she wanted to do polyamorism, which we did that. We did that. We did that, but as a first episode, I didn't feel like that was the correct um, direction that we needed to go. So she asked me what I wanted the first episode to be, and I was like, ooh, spectrophilia, uh, Bigfoot erotica. um." Right, all the kinds of different, (laughs) like, celebrating all different kinds of uh, what we're talking about today, kinks or fetishes. Yeah, and so that didn't work. And by the way, this was the type of person who was like, hi, I'm Polly, but my name is Sandy. (laughs) And that's a real name. (laughs) uh, Actually, a real name was Sandra. I have no problem saying that, but... No, um, that was not her real name, remember? Sandra? No, it's Jean. She had 16 different fucking Facebook profiles. (laughs) I thought there's one that's like Sandra, there's one that's Jean, there's one that's Sandra Jean. I think Jean is the real name. You think so? Well, I don't know. Maybe it was Sandra. I I have no idea, but... I have no idea either. But anyway. anyway... Yeah... Um, a succubus. This says a succubus is a <laughs> ghost. Speaking of succubus, <laughs> right? This says uh, that a succubus is a ghost in lady form, but that's not true. A succubus is a demon. Yeah, that's true. And they will rock your fucking world. That's right. Um, yeah. So spectrophilias, spectrophiliacs. There's I, a lot of people I, that do feel this way, though, that they've actually oh, had absolutely. Sex with actually, yes, absolutely. Kesha is uh, has gone on record. As, like, mm-hmm. being somebody who's like, yeah, I've had sex with ghosts. No kidding. Yeah. Um, like a real-life watch... celebrity. Hell yeah. If you watch the original Ghostbusters, um, <gasps> Dan Aykroyd's character gets a blowjob from a yes. ghost. And, the, and in the original Ghostbusters movie, Sigourney Weaver almost fucks that ghost, dude. Right? So, I mean, this is, yeah. I mean, this is a thing, and of course I'm a nerd, so I get excited about this shit. <laughs> but again, um, the whole point is that Brian had respect for this as like an actual community. Yeah. And the fact and that this person was like, took it personally that, you know. She thought I was trying to make fun of her. Right. She thought that like by saying that, that it was making fun of her being polyamorous, when in reality he was just trying to celebrate all forms of um non-traditional sex yes you know what last podcast on the left just did a um um a fucking alien abduction sexy story episode a whole fucking episode about See? it like it's legit mm, yeah and they make money so right we're working on it <laughs> we're trying it's like <laughs> i just wrote a bit recently where um, it's a long story. It's like my first like five minute long thing that I talk about. But mm-hmm. um, I was talking about how I was like, I don't know how much you guys think comedians make, but we work for booze and sometimes money, <laughs> <laughs> which is true. Which is basically what we do on this podcast because Black yeah. Apple Crossing paid us in booze and sometimes money. And some money, yeah. And some money. So sometimes we make money. Sometimes yeah, websites pay us money, but some sometimes. Sometimes, but mostly we just do it for you, audience. That's it. So spectrophiliacs, you're welcome. 
and correct us. And thank you. And thank you. And correct us if that is not the correct way of saying what you are, the incorrect identification. If correct us on spectrophiliac by emailing us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com. You're so good at that. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. T, are you ready for the T girl? (laughs) T is for tentacles. This is weird. This is so weird. I don't know why this is such a thing, but tentacle porn, I have heard of this. You can't have sex with actual octopuses. Isn't it octopi? Yeah. Yeah, plural is octopi. You're welcome, (laughs) correctioncornerglamour.com. You can't have sex with actual octopi or octopus-like monsters. They said octopuses. I don't think that's right. Are animals and octopuses. (laughs) (laughs) You can't have sex with octopussy because they're animals and therefore cannot give consent. And that is an important distinction to make. Absolutely. But octopus-like monsters totally exist in tentacle porn, which you can absolutely watch and get off on. They're like, it's hot, not only because it's so foreign and forbidden, but according to some experts, but it fulfills some pretty classic other fantasies like bondage, multiple penetration. Okay, 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 I can see that. And also, like, you know, like, your favorite porn movie was about, like, aliens and shit. So, yeah, I get it. Fair, yeah. I feel it. I mean, that's just because I'm a nerd. It's true. I can understand that. Yeah, bondage, multiple penetration. Yeah, I could see that. Yes, Brian. And also you know, the next one. I know. God damn Why it. Why do you always get the gross one? I don't know. And I have to pee so bad. So this is going to be hard for me. However, U is for, and I'm going to totally fuck this up. Europhilia. Europhilia? You got it. I got it. Oh, my God. Drink just as a cheers for Brian finally being <laughs> yeah. able to pronounce a real life word. Boom. Mm. All right. Europhilia. Is a fancy name for water sports, water which sports. is a, which is also a fancy name for pissing all over somebody. <laughs> the golden shower, if golden you will. showers, R. Kelly um, and R. Kelly, or the more direct name P. Play. Yeah, I like. Yeah, um, that is. It's. Uh, I'm sorry. People who find urination sexually arousing. Mm. No. There's actually a really Um, great episode of Sex in the City on this. (laughs) Oh, it says, it actually says, remember that Sex in the City episode? (laughs) Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah, no, this is actually a really great episode because she's like, she's like boning this like super hot, like, um, he's older, but like, he's been in like a bunch of stuff, but he is hot for an older guy, I'll admit. And, um, like, he's a, he's a, he's a gray fox, silver fox, but he's like a politician. And she's, like, really into him. But then, like, his whole thing is, like, he wants to pee on her. And she's, like, going through this, like, inner turmoil of, like, do I oblige his, like, weird sexual request because I really like him? Or do Mm -hmm. I just not? And in the end, she does not because, again, consent is huge. And she just decides it's not for her and that's okay. Don't we have another friend who was paid by a politician to be peed on? Yes. Okay. Yes, we do. Okay. Um, <laughs> we will protect the innocent, although I'm sure Absolute. I'm sure he wouldn't care. <laughs> he would not care, but he we're gonna. We're, he definitely isn't yeah. listening to the show. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, yeah. You know, this is not something I have peed on somebody before. 
and I have been peed on before, but it was not in a sexual manner. It was, it was accident. like, well, no, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that one time. One time I woke up in the bed and a dude had peed in it, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I've done what that before too. Like do? I've been so drunk to where I just pissed the bed, that, and I knew it wasn't me. Like I knew it wasn't me because it was like all on his side of the bed, and I was like, "Oh my god!" The one time that I did it, luckily, like I had passed out in the bed with a uh, a, a beer bottle. <gasps> Brian, that happened to me too. But I was by myself. Okay. okay, Brian, that happened to me too. I swear to God, one time I fell asleep and I woke up in my bed by myself, and yeah, no one else involved. But I woke up and I was like. <gasps> Oh my god, I'm soaking wet. Oh my god, I did not pee. I could not have peed the bed. Found an empty Corona bottle in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally, I totally pissed the bed, but I just blamed oh. it on the beer bottle. Oh no, I was definitely like, I definitely fell asleep with it, like drinking I did, I did a not, Corona in bed, a full ass Corona. I did not strategically like pour beer on my crotch in bed to make it seem like I didn't pee the bed. No, I totally peed the bed, but you I blamed it on the, the bed. That's hilarious. Definitely peed the bed and <laughs> blamed it on the uh, beer bottle. Anyway. I scared the, the shit out I, of myself, though. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah for sure. Um, but the only times I've peed on or been peed on is like in the shower with somebody. And yeah. it's like they got their back turned to you and you're like, <laughs> you know, it's oh. it's kind of jokey and funny. I'm not being sexually aroused by this. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> You know. Oh, uh, no, I've never done that. Okay. Pee goes in the toilet, period. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's fair. All right. But V is for voyeurism. Okay. A voyeur is someone who derives sexual pleasure from watching others get it on. I guess that's all of us, isn't it? Don't we all like porn? Come on. I I, I think this is maybe more like in person, though. But like you're being sneaky. Yeah. When we speak like about voyeurism from a kink perspective, we're talking about consensual voyeurism. Okay. So exhibitionists are the people who enjoy being watched, and then voyeurs enjoy watching. Such, yeah. such exchanges are not uncommon at sex parties or kink events. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um. Okay, yeah. So, like, think about, like, orgies and stuff where people, like, there's always someone, like, just jerking off in the corner, and that's fine. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. We right. to the next one. Yep. W is for whip. Um, not cars. Which, no, not cars. <laughs> not, <laughs> not your whip. Not your hot car. But, but your whip. Your whip. whip. Cool, cool whip. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you know, we already kind of talked about impact play. Um, I think they're kind of doing the... Um, uh, well, I'll go into it. I won't... Um, whip is used as an umbrella term for all impact play tools um though it technically refers to an item with a thinner body that produces more of a okay sensation got it yeah like oh yeah like a crop yeah um the most advantage uh, let's see the most advanced whip on the market is the single tail which looks like a snake that can create a cracking noise when used correctly and you know or like a bullwhip like indiana jones play fuck yeah See, that's that might be a role playing thing I could get behind. <laughs> <laughs> no time for love, Doctor Jones. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. <laughs> oh shit! I don't even know how to top that. We'll just move right on to X, which is wax play. Candlelight is fantastic mood lighting, but you can also use the melted wax for painfully good sexual pleasure. 
Lamps can't do that. Yo, no. Be careful. <laughs> Don't come at me with a Make lamp. Make sure like. your renter's insurance policy is up to date, okay? <laughs> it's just like, like, that would be the place to start before we go into wax plays. Like, call Geico. Just make sure that shit is up to date and then move yes. on and then head on down to Bed Bath & Beyond or whatever you got to do. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's enough on wax play. Well, wait a minute. There's one thing. Um, oh. Massage candles also exist, such as Jimmy Jane Afterglow. These come in delightful scents, such as bourbon or dark vanilla. I think you just want someone to massage you with a bourbon flavor candle. Oh, my God. Just just pour bourbon on me. That's yeah. fine. <clears throat> I'm, I can't say it on, on the air. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was going to can't say it. Okay, right. go ahead. Moving on. Why is for right. what? Why is for Yanni Egg? Sure. I don't know. Okay. I, I'll be honest. I don't know if you're saying that right or wrong, so we'll go with that. Um, Y-O-N-I. Okay. Yoni? Uh, Yoni? Oh, it's kind of like the Benoit balls. Okay, so yeah, it's an egg-shaped device worn, worn inside the vagina, typically as part of a pelvic pelvic floor exercise. Um, that can it's be your quite daily beautiful. exercise routine. Part of a daily exercise routine. <laughs> <laughs> And a healthy mm-hmm. diet, Yanni eggs. <laughs> yeah, muscles tightens their grip to hold the egg in place. A strong pelvic floor muscles can make sex feel better and orgasms more powerful. That's true. I don't know. Just get your kegels right. All right. Z is kind of dumb. It's for zappers, which is a cute nickname for an electro wand that is used as part of a... Le- oh, the wand. I was just going to say Harry Potter. They typically look like a magic wand that Harry Potter would use, except they're used to send shocks to the body. I could get into that. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm a Harry Potter nerd. Yeah, they. I mean, they kind of, you know, with the last couple, they kind of uh, college essayed that, but... Yeah. You know... Definitely college essay those last couple. But yeah, you guys get it. It's like just, you know, trying different stuff can be fun. Just like communicate about it beforehand. Yeah. Make sure consent is involved. And then if not, have at it, man. Or if all is well, if everything points to yes, have at it. Because there's way weirder shit than whatever you're into. We promise you. Absolutely. And like we said, you know, we, we very basically touched 26 different, maybe there was 23 different, if you boil it down, yeah. fetishes yeah, or kinks. Sure. Um, yeah, anything and everything can be a kink or a fetish. So, For sure. We're not claiming to be kink experts. We're just well, touching the surface. Yeah. That's all. Yes, agreed. All right. That was a good one. That was that, fun, though. That was fun, yeah. Any shout outs, Brian? Um, shout out to my bladder for holding this <laughs> beer inside of me for the I last hour. Definitely hear that. We're about to be some Europhiliacs <laughs> or whatever. But I w- <laughs> I will give a shout out uh to my show on December twenty first in Isdale, Illinois at Not Too Far Bar. Uh that will be from eight to eleven PM. And I will be featuring, Bobby Singh will be headlining, there'll be a roast at the end. Uh, you, the audience members, will be able to be roasted, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So, December twenty first, yeah, yeah, a lot of good comics on that. Um, uh, Jacob Neville and Matt Thomas, and uh, not too far bar in general. It's just a great place, so it should be a lot of fun. So, don't really cool. have anything in between then because it's the holidays, and we're all just trying to make it through. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Awesome. All right. Well. Uh, 
go forth and get kinked, you little Franks and Beanies. Yeah, I like it. Um, get kinky, you little Franks and Beanies. <laughs> All right, bye.